I was presented as a madwoman. They thought that in a few months, in a year, I would pack up my things and it would all be over. Maybe that's what gave me this determination to push further and do even more. Nibra Salmamouri grew up in Iraq, a country deeply marked by wars and patriarchal domination. Marginalized, humiliated by her peers, she decided to stand out by establishing the first Iraqi Women Journalist Forum, an initiative that left its mark on the media landscape of the country. My name is Camille Diao and I am also a journalist. For the past few months, I got to talk with reporters, podcasters, news anchors, bloggers, and other actors of the media industry around the world. I listened to them at length. They told me about their backgrounds, their inspirations, their battles. I asked them a lot of questions. And one thing leading to another, between these men and women from all over the world, I started to see the connections, shared beliefs, ideas, courage, passion. I spoke to 10 different people. They come from Iraq, from Benin, from Vietnam and Lebanon, amongst other places. In this podcast series, I want you to hear their voices. You're listening to Correspondance, the podcast of the newsmakers, episode 8, Nibras Almamori. Well, over the past few days, we've been monitoring social media. And in Correspondance, le podcast des artisans de l'info. Nibras Almamouri is not an ordinary woman. Born in Iraq in the 70s, this political journalist mother of three children is a well-known figure in the Iraqi media landscape. She made a name for herself in the mid-2000s by hosting political programs on various Iraqi TV channels. Later, she became a media advisor to the president of the parliament in Baghdad. But even before working in the media field, Nibras Al-Mamori is a fierce feminist. In 2011, she founded the Iraqi Women Journalist Forum, which acts as a platform for females in the Iraqi media. From 1992, when she started as a journalist, right after the Gulf War, to her coming back on the field to cover the protests against the regime that started in 2019, Nibras Almamouri's life has been made of violence, wars, sexism and injustice. She revisits 30 years spent in the service of information in her country. I have lived almost all the wars that Iraq has witnessed from the Iranian war to the Gulf crisis, the American occupation, the regime change, the economic blockade that Iraq has lived, the sectarian threat that happened in Iraq, the latest demonstrations that have risen in Iraq.
وتضارب التصريحات بين جانبي المواجهة يوحي بأن تطورات مهمة قد تحصل في الأيام أو ربما الساعات القليلة المقبلة السابع عشر من إبريل عام 2003 يوم سيذكره تاريخ الحرب الأمريكية على العراق I saw the sectarian-based killing, the mutilation of corpses, how my neighbors got killed. I saw the sectarian-based killing, the mutilation of corpses, how my neighbors got killed. We've been through hard tragedies, bloodbaths. I used to see blood and killing in front of me every day. Do you think that risking my life and insisting to be present and making changes scares me from threats? Threats have become normal in front of the killings of the others. That's why those changes that happened in this country contributed to my being. My father had a dream of becoming a journalist. Nevertheless, coincidentally, I was an outstanding student in literature. And hence, somehow, studying law was inescapable. However, I dropped out in the middle of the year and applied for a requested transfer to political science as a middle ground between law and journalism. I started journalism in 1992 at the age of 18. I started writing in a newspaper called Al Jumhuriya. At that time, I was working and studying at the same time. I studied political science at the University of Baghdad. And then I got my master's degree at the University of Cairo in Egypt. I continued my PhD in the same direction in Lebanon. I moved into the TV world in 2005. I moved from the journal of Al Jumhuriya to Ittihad to the magazine of Al Usbu'iya, the weekly, the Sabah. I wrote in many journals and magazines. I have also worked in satellite channels like Al Hurriya, Al Rashid, Al Somariya, Al Iraqiya. I was also the media advisor to the parliamentary presidencies under the reign of Usama. Al-Nujayfi and Salim Al-Jabouri. My passion for journalism and, I'll be honest, as our Eastern societies are closed-minded, the environment that we grew up in rejects women, a discriminatory environment. An environment that allows men and opposes what women do. There are cases that are not classified under the name of honor, 
and religion that holds women accountable, but not men. I refuse all of this. How do I prove that a woman is capable? A woman is not weak. My mother, for example, gave me a discriminatory education. She prefers the male over the female. I used to ask myself, why does she prefer the male? Is he better? That is why, in my belief, I felt that journalism was a way to gain my freedom, to express my opinions and to be influential in my society. I decided to be a feminist advocate, especially in journalism, after I was personally excluded and marginalized. The patriarchal policies that are present in the media allow men to have political debates but forbid women to do so. Many times I was made absent or blocked from the screen to give men the opportunity. That's why my voice refused this issue, and I might be better than men in leading a political discussion, and therefore I achieved what I wanted. I have been working in visual media since 2003, and since then there has been this idea of how to bring feminist media forward through civil society organizations. This idea was turned into a project when I had a seat in the Journalists' Union Council in 2011. And frankly, the patriarchal politics that exist in this union pushed me to create the Iraqi Women Journalists Forum. This is why I consider the creation of this forum as a challenge in the face of the reality of our Iraqi society, the patriarchal outstare, as well as traditions, not forgetting the marginalization of women in the fourth power. I have been fighting in my civil society since 2005. We founded the Iraqi Women Journalists Forum in 2011. Today we are not just an Arabic or an Iraqi platform, but an international one. The founders of the forum described me as crazy. They thought that in a couple of months, a year, I would pack up my things and give up, and maybe that's what pushed me to do more. That's why I decided to revolt against the Iraqi journalist syndicate. To be honest, what helped me was the support of my colleagues on the idea of creating the Iraqi Women Media Forum. Some said, why do you divide? Why do we need to have feminists in the fourth power? We need feminists in the fourth power because of its patriarchal power. How can women have a role in filling the public opinion? A role in changing the path of the women's image in the media? We have achieved an exceptional step in the feminist journalism domain and campaign advocacies. We were able to assure feminist journalism a place of three-fourths from the quota, since the official Iraqi media was absent and there were zero places for women. We were the first ones to tackle the issue of harassment in Iraq. Many organizations as well as the Journalists' Union have refused to tackle this issue as they consider us an Islamic society. 
Security. We organized campaigns of awareness about sexual violence against women that the United Nations have used to help them in several of their media campaigns. And all of it was done voluntarily. Our famous journalist colleagues, who have millions of followers, helped us there for our campaigns, which had a big impact. The president has refused the idea of bringing back the Ministry of Women, so we have adopted a strong campaign against this. International organizations saw how big of an impact it was. We also founded a legal clinic which offers free legal consultation and also defended women in courts who have been beaten at work or didn't receive their monthly salaries, many of whom got their rights through our clinic. حرمات انتهكت لا بواكي لها فلا مناص من بنادق تنشر الذعر في صدور الجميع since 2003, the situation in Iraq has changed radically. No security, the existence of armed groups, a sectarian war. As we know in the democratic regimes, liberty of press, peace assemblies, having parties are basic necessities. But after 2003, there was no independent media. The journalists' union had been politicized in favor of parties. The presence of journalists has become a tool in the hands of parties and political figures. Targeting me personally was easy and, indeed, my head was wanted on several occasions. Once, I was targeted with three shots at the place I present in at the moment. Even in 2015, following the inescapable success of the Iraqi Women Journalists Forum, I was threatened, and they even accused me of terrorism with a definite goal to shut me up, stop working, and stay at home. Imagine that in 2015 they sued me for four terrorist files, which means death penalty. When I remember those days, the work we did at the time, I tell myself that today we are doing much better. That's why those changes that happened in this country contributed to my being. Might as well be present and work and change things. I wasn't estranged from this country. My belonging was by being on the soil on its good and bad days. I cannot be in front of a responsibility despite being 47 years old and hoping to live in calm and peace, but the general environment doesn't allow that. If you really believe in the nobility of the profession of journalist, you will be in all the roles without feeling it that it is your duty. Despite all the difficulties and challenges, you have to be the voice of the oppressed. It is a battle. Since you have accepted to be in this path and in this work, then you have to show your strength. Otherwise, you take your luggage and say, I am immigrating. The problem of Iraq today is that within the administration, various regional and international files are included within it. Iraq does not have the sovereignty over its own decisions. Thus, it cannot possess real tools for change.
The youth are not only targeted by Iraqi leaders and political entities, but are also targeted by international and regional parties. This is why I call what is going on in Iraq exceptional, because those who fight against youth have various orientations that include goals and tools. I witnessed how young people were being killed and how the police arrested young people in the streets and took them to secret places. As a result, my duty at the time became resuming my mission as a reporter for Al Jumhuriya newspaper. And then later were several stages in my career. I'm telling you all this because there will be times when you have to be a reporter or journalist, other times when you have to be the voice of women. The problem of demonstrations is that it was launched, but it did not have a direction. People went out spontaneously. There was no leadership among them. Destiny brought my residence adjacent to the Liberation Square, Al Tahrir. And coincidentally, the Iraqi government immediately declared a curfew. It gives me goosebumps talking about it now. But at the time, I felt I had to go back to my job as a reporter to get the real news out because there was incredible media censorship. And that's why I gave very important new information for the Arab and Iraqi channels during the demonstrations, because the young people needed this help. I was demonstrating myself throughout the fourth power to pass on the information. There wasn't even internet. I had to use the hotlines to pass on the information. It is true that recently I have become a fairly strong media and feminist voice against aggression, racism, and for justice and equality. During the demonstrations, I reconnected with 18-year-old Nebras, the one who spreads information and news, and I was so happy and excited to do so. Despite all the challenges at the time, there were verbal conflicts between me and the police due to their arrest of young people. So I wasn't just a reporter. I had my own weapon, my voice, and my determination to help these young people at the demonstrations. The number of youths who were killed and injured is enormous. In other countries, when such occurrences take place, courts are assigned against those who committed such criminal acts. The Iraqi youth have frankly sent a letter to the whole world, including the international and human rights arena and human rights and legal organizations, that those who committed these crimes should be taken to court. Shared components among Arab revolts elsewhere. 
poverty, marginalization, exclusion, the quota system, existing dominant, corrupt parties exist all over. All these are common factors that made young people meet on mutual grounds. My children keep telling me that they are better as a generation than ours because we were silent on injustice and accepted totalitarian regimes. I don't think that change is something that happens suddenly. Change needs more awareness. I believe that change can be driven and should be driven by the youth. This is reflected by the fact that the demonstrations led to resignations in the government for a new electoral law, a new election commission. The youth-led revolution is very important all over the world. NATO voice calls for change in the current existing tracks that are extended from the institutionalization, the system, the law, from having a decent living condition for citizens. From October 2019 until this moment, youth are continuing demonstrations. The passage of a year is an important lesson for different Iraqi societal segments, as is the media support. We have also learned some good lessons throughout the experience of the last year. October marks an important curve in the track and form of demonstrations. Our staying in Iraq is a message. We are the fourth power. The defendants of human rights have a very important responsibility. That's why our role today requires us to stay here despite all of the challenges. We are like soldiers. Today we play an indispensable part in the community protection system, and that's why our presence is important. I consider traveling or leaving our country as a big defeat that is also accounted against women that didn't continue their fight for their cause. I am proud to say that today there are women in Iraq and Arab countries who have spoken out. I wish that Iraqi Women's Journalists Forum journalists will continue to operate also without me. In any case, I think that from today we have left an exceptional institution that will mark the history of feminism in Iraq. Feminism a word that feels good to hear and that Nibras Almamouri enjoys to pronounce. Today, the journalist is very proud of what she has accomplished. She knows she has played a role in improving the situation of women in Iraqi society. Women and youth are Nibras Almamouri's two hopes, the reasons why she went back to the field to write about the ongoing popular protests. With one belief, Only a strong and independent fourth estate will allow for Iraq to pick itself up and build peace. Correspondance is a podcast series brought to you by CFI, the French Media Development Agency. In the next episode, I will introduce you to A.A. Zin, a journalist from Myanmar who worked under prior censorship from the regime until 2012. See you then.